Hello and welcome back to Enter the Faith, the podcast where two brothers try and watch Christian films made by a company that's made about maybe six Christian films and about 200 Ever. trashy, raunchy garbage. Uh, I'm your host, Benjamin. I'm your host, John. We're, we're, we're a choir right now. Yes, we're, we're a choir of two. <laughs> Unless we have a third member. Hi. Yes, it's our... <laughs> A semi-frequent, a, reoccurring a, guest host, Dad. A non-required member. Wow. Oh. <laughs> so funny. Very good. <laughs> I thought some wholesome humor would be a good way to kick off. Sunday School it's Musical. Kind of, yes. it, it's a Christian film. I mean, we have to, to go wholesome. Yes. This film wasn't super duper Christian, compared to the previous faith films no this definitely it was like obviously you know ripping off high school musical and then just kind of slap you know like faith films on it change the title of sunday school musical so you appeal to the christian crowd but definitely it's it's like we remade high school musical and then we just kind of sprinkled some god stuff throughout just to, just for flavor you know just for fun yeah yeah they, they were pretty easy going on it I wonder. I wonder if. Uh, I wonder if the the core audience ever um, ever gets mad about stuff like that. Or I don't. I don't know. Do, do, does anybody comment on these things online much or anything? Well, it's like IMDb reviews are ones like this film is the shittiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, and I think who, the pe- kind of people who write IMDb reviews are not the core audience of any film. Period. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking about the biggest, most loser nerds on the internet. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, these th- kind of things generally just fly under the radar. Except the the farmer guy, who we all know is a god king among men. Um, of course. Is his name Jacob Farmer? I've forgotten now. <laughs> I probably should oh, keep for, that in for, mind. I no, don't <laughs> not remember. Um, but yeah. I was we you and I have been really looking forward to this one for a yes. long time. The Asylum's first attempt at a musical, and and like, only I think, yeah, you know, thank God, um, <laughs> because they. I mean, I'm not a fan of musicals to begin with, but I mean, one of the key rules of a musical is each song should tell like further the story in right. some way and i don't know if any of the songs okay there's a couple so like the the opening song for the main character and then the song where he and the um the the girl from the old choir are angry that he uh, are, are like yelling at each other about him moving mm-hmm. that that have, that was plot focused and what I about the a... anything you can do I can do better rip off that 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 one was plot plot heavy right that no, right not... no. right that that song had like it was like that one other song about people who you could do better with that's a okay you're stuff. okay that's a little yeah you're right okay that's a little plot by the way it's that, no I, plot I, I, John I... don't agree with me 
I, I don't know. That's at least related to the plot. But all the songs they sing for the choir have no relationship to the plot. Mm. And that would make sense in real life where like, uh, yeah, why would, why would, you know, the songs you sing like, you know, specifically pertain to your, you know, the events happening in your life. But this is a musical. Right. So that's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> they're supposed to be symbolic or, you know, analogous in some way. And they're just not. But yeah, so I guess let's get straight into it, I suppose, in terms of music and let's, the premise. Yes. Blast that music cue because we open up with a song. Yeah, dude. You'll hear clips of all these songs throughout the whole podcast. I don't remember these songs, but but we'll try our best to describe the music we vaguely recall in our memory space to you, the audience, while you listen to the real version and try to get what we're trying to say about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this this is why you're going to need to dump clips of, of the songs while we struggle to remember <laughs> anything about them. So the, fil- the film begins with this fucking rad-ass app, dude. It's a fucking <laughs> epic banger of a rap of this kid named Zachary. He loves going to choir. He's going to have a great day going to choir. He, he's happy to be alive, and he loves it's, choir. It's a great day. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's just, he's just going down the street, just like singing, like, you know, gonna, gonna get what I want, gonna go places, uh, gonna have a great time. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's go. It's about that time for me to shine. I got dreams. I got goals. And real soon they're all gonna be mine. Fresh and dressed early in the morning. Glancing the mirror and I'm feeling the view. I got a big day, big plans, big chance. It's time to take them big boy steps and advance. We got people to see, things to do, places to go, and something to say. I hope you're listening. Let's get it. Let's go. It's about that time for me to shine. I got dreams. I got goals. So I noticed that this the credits are happening while the sequence is happening, and none of these no caps. They didn't capitalize anything. So it's yes. like this shitty, like you know, like it's it's a like Times it's New like a Hel- Roman font. No, it's like it's like kind of like a Helvetica font, but if you use only the lowercase letters. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like well, I mean, obviously, I think they were kind of like yeah, that's Christian font, right? That's what you use for Christian films, right? Any thoughts on the font, uh, Mr. English teacher, well, my dad? You- <laughs> There used to be kind of a cool use of of all lowercase that looked modernist. You know, this didn't, obviously, but I, I rem- there's a lot of cool-looking credit sequences and Especially titles and stuff, you know, like from a long time ago, you know, where it had this kind of... Uh, it seemed to fit in with, like, you know, a 60s aesthetic... A good use of that that lowercase. Uh, I, I actually don't remember if it have lower cases, but the um, I remember the opening of uh, Catch Me If You Can, which is a retro film. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. it's 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 got the retro '60s aesthetic. But I remember it has that that opening animation where it has all the Helvetica fonts. I don't remember if it's I don't. I don't remember if it's all lower uh, case letters, but I remember it has the um, the very distinctive um, long lines being drawn down from certain letters. Like if you put a like uh, like a B or uh, or like a Q, like one of those that would have a loop with a line coming out one side. Sure. The lines are extra long, or like an F where like it, it comes down extra long. Oh yeah, I mean that's and that's actual style. So 
Yeah, there wasn't yeah. any style to this at all. <laughs> no, 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 it was no very style, slapped no. together. Just, <laughs> just, just throw it on it's the, the kind of thing where you don't know of... if it's a choice or, or just a mistake, you know. Mm. It, over, over a bunch of stock footage of downtown LA. Oh yeah, same place as ever. Who lives right there? You know. Well, it's the, the fam- Well, it's the famous warehouse district. It's really booming. Everyone goes there. <laughs> of course. No, yeah. Now it's the um, um, non-abandoned warehouse district. <laughs> um. So yeah, he. So he finally arrives to choir late. Uh, which is a reoccurring motif in this film, is how late Zachary is. It only happens twice. <laughs> reoccurring motif. I guess it's technically reoccurring, but only in the most technical sense. Uh, so, they all, so it's a choir competition. I, I don't... I feel like they would be larger, considering this is L.A., <laughs> I liked oh. how um, it's yeah. yeah, it's the regional choir competition, and they have a banner above the stage that looks like someone just like took like a, a marker, a, like crayon regional <laughs> choir, <laughs> and it's like in blue on a banner. It's great, but doesn't even two... it's not even like in the center either. It's like off to the side. Yeah, I didn't even notice it the first time, and then I saw it on the second, and I was like, oh, it's cute. Uh, they start in their epic, awesome, fantastic hit about letting light shine. It, it's literally, we made an entire song out of three words. I'm going to let it shine. Oh, let yeah. Let it shine. Let that, it shine. And that's just, an, that's just a, that, this little light of mine, I'm going to let right. it shine. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's just you know, the same song. <laughs> that's it. That, we could have just sang song. that song. We've we've sung the entire song right uh-huh. there. Like we've already quoted all of the lyrics in yeah. that song. Just yeah, they, just they, repeat they, it. They just could have done that. After this epic um, solo of a song they do, they're met with a roaring, mild applause. We... Oh, my favorite thing about this movie is the audio, because um, all the songs are like, you know, they at least sound like songs, um, although clearly the actors are not the ones singing them. Um, mm. like, even the lip syncing is off. It doesn't sound anything like them. It's way off. But it could be, very, it could be in a studio song... or whatever. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But anytime a song is not being sung, there's pretty much no audio. Like, dialogue will just sort of, like, pop up, and there will be no background noise whatsoever. So, like, in the scenes where there's supposed to be applause, you don't hear anything. Or you just hear, like, almost as if, like... Faint applause. It's very faint, almost as if, like, it was recorded, like, in another room. Mm. Like it's it's very distant. It's very strange. Distant to mild applause. Um, so after this, they bring up another total shit loser heel, uh, the Crossroad Christian Choir, Who which sing no an one actual likes. Actual Christian song. Yeah, but they're little bitches, and no one likes them, and they're going to hell. So who gives a <laughs> shit about them? They're total shit. They suck ass. Everyone knows. It. Everyone's expecting it. They get booed off the stage. Probably. Who cares? <laughs> 
Oh um, my god, they would be amazing. Good boo- no, they just get like very tepid applause. But they sing an actual Christian song, and where where the the first group, the one that our 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 uh, protagonist is in, are like kind of like dancing around the stage, and like they have like coordinated like dance moves and everything. The second one are just like standing stock still, just with their like you know like binder and notes, and just singing this choir and there's one girl who like can't who's like not singing and like the person next to her has to keep nudging her and be like sing um but they <laughs> sing an actual christian song and they're more what you would expect out of a christian choir not right. this you know not this like sister act like you know like dance routine thing <laughs> or a high school I, musical yeah thing. it's like do you even do that at choir I don't know if you I, do. No. <laughs> they have choreographed dance do. moves in choir. I seems, don't think you do. Uh, that, I don't that think that's seems, a thing. You know, a blasphemous maybe or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about Christianity. Dancing, dancing's illegal, right? <laughs> Basically, it's like yeah, it's like uh, I don't think Glee Club for Christians is a thing. <laughs> well, it, it they 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 touch a little bit on african-american church stuff you know mm-hmm. and and the style which i think which which allows for a lot of going on you sure. know but i mean you know it, it's not like they did any work to like really yeah. bring that no. in or anything it is really funny <laughs> that like like this is sunday school musical it's a ripoff of high school musical all of the like dance numbers are like like taken from like high school musical and glee clubs type stuff but there already exists a very popular uh like movie based around christian music and that's sister act and nowhere there's no signs of inspiration from sister act in this movie whatsoever it's like there's like yeah like you said there's a there's a vast well of like you know like black christian uh like you know gospel music a great tradition that you could draw from that just is like completely left alone is just Mm. like completely untouched yeah the style of that one that that shows up at the end of the movie is somewhat close to <laughs> that like was the hilarious problem is like the rest of the movie is painfully white yeah yeah totally. that was the hilarious yes the choir that shows up at the end of the movie and well, i mean i i guess i could save this for later but yeah. um yeah i'll save it for later all right so yeah so they suck no one claps um but tragically the, the, the last team, team is snick snickering at them uh-huh. yeah the last team that was going to com- compete, the last choir group, got food poisoning from potato salad, so egg they had salad. to cancel. Egg salad. Egg I salad. don't care. <laughs> it's, it it was important care. enough to mention, so, you know. That um, was so, weird that she felt the need to... They, they, had, to, they had to mention they the had to actual it. food. Yes, they had As to if, like, it. like why, why was that information even related they should, to They her? should have named the person who made it as well. <laughs> <laughs> we all Henderson, know who you are, Mrs. Robert. Mrs. Henderson's infamous food-poisoned egg salad is responsible. Third time this year. And it was a and it was a boys choir too apparently that 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 couldn't make it. So oh, I God. mean I I don't know what's going on. 
some like all boys like Christian academy where like they had a they mass incident egg of egg yeah. salad in the cafeteria. The, the status of these schools is really weird. The only thing they could the eat is egg movie. salad, you know. Dude, I I was like really like so like the 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 second part of the film happens mostly in like what appears to be a high school campus, but apparently it's a Christian school, and See, I'm really very confused. oh yeah, we, we, we're like, going to talk about the locations and setting of this world. Yeah, the more we get into this yeah, film, because yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It does not make a lot of sense. I guess it so, could be a private Christian school, but I guess. Eh. Anyway, yeah, so. Uh, because of this fact, both teams get to go to state for the state competition. So Crossroads is like, yeah, we got this. We're so cool and good. Um, Wait, Crossroads is, are the bad one. Yeah, they suck. But they're like, yeah, we did it. But but they're delusional. Oh, yeah. Completely delusional. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know why they are. I don't either. <laughs> I guess it's just like the shit heel Miles we'll get into later. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Oh, he's an amazing character. <laughs> but, but also, but also, um underutilized i think they dropped the ball with him and i'll get to that later yeah yeah we'll talk we'll talk a lot about miles don't worry Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right so after this uh while our main team which is hawthorne christian choir i think it's called right yeah yeah hawthorne yeah you got they're a little irritated that they have to deal with crossroads also going to state but they're like yeah we got this anyway though so they succeed they're very happy they do some cool improv rap that's improvisational. They're walking, yeah, they're walking down the street. And they're like, okay, give me a beat. Okay, give me a, give me a prompt, oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good beatboxing there. Um, oh, God. Oh, that, this, this is one of my favorite lines in the movie where um, she goes um, – she, she she goes like okay give me a beat and then it's like 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 she has her a prompt and he gets uh, he gives her crossroads choir it's like uh, crossroads choir uh, 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 got no game uh, oh shit uh, that's uh, it no 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 it goes like there's one more line it's like got no game uh, uh, and it takes her like ten seconds while she's going like da 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 like trying to think of it in her lyric walk a shame and and then the other two are like <laughs> ooh this it's like no it took you like 10 seconds to come up with that and it's not even much of a diss no in fact it only barely makes sense yeah so anyway um we then cut to our boy zach he's eating dinner with his mom and brother uh when she decides to drop some incredibly shocking news at random basically like she's like, all right, so don't get angry or mad at me, but I just lost my job, and also we're moving, and also uh, your dad's not coming back. Yeah. Well, the dad, the dad, that one's later. That's a later piece of news. Also, your dad hates you, and no, we don't love you. And goodbye, Zach. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> dad's in the military. So, dad's on yeah. a military tour of leave, so he's not around right now. And then there's a uh, young. He has a younger brother who. I think his only speaking line is in this scene, and then like he's not a factor whatsoever. No, and he's just like in one other scene. And then mom, yeah, mom lost her job at the hospital for some reason. Is still wearing the nurse's outfit. She's still wearing the green hospital gown. Um, that yeah, the scrubs. Call efficient scrubs. Efficient, yes, uh, thank you. Production. Mm. Okay. I mean, 
do they can they, can they just not afford cloves? <laughs> um, yeah, it's very stereotypical. But no, I was, I, it was it was like I was looking at like her on the table, like like sitting down. And I was like, why is she dressed like she works at a hospital? And then literally, she's their next line is like. I have some bad news. I uh, the hospital is has uh, a yeah. staffing cutback, oh so I yeah. lost my. Job. <laughs> um. So we're so uh, we're moving. oh so we're moving we're moving to our your, to aunt's, your aunt's house, house. Um, which means I enrolled you in a new school. Yeah, yeah, I did all this in the last ten minutes when I found out that I was fired. <laughs> apparently, apparently. Yeah, right. It's like we're gonna, you guys are gonna immediately lose the house, I guess. Yeah. Oh, we have to move out tomorrow. Right. I mean, you know, we, we, how long did you pay the rent for? This is is the kind of question that occurs. And worst of all, guys, when, I I think they literally say when do you have to move next week? Yeah, next week. The worst thing, too, is also is Zach, he has to move school. Oh, yeah. Truly the worst thing in the family is Zach's moving to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Throws a big fit. He runs up to his roof. His roof that inexplicably he has access to for the rest of the film. Yes. Whose roof is this? We're I don't know. Sure it's a it's, roof in the warehouse district that's free to everybody to access. Actually, we know, uh, Dad. You would actually, you would know where that this roughly where this is because there's that big building that this is in East Hollywood. It's um, there's a big like um, a tall building that's like a storage unit building, but it's the one that had that neon uh, uh, sign on it that we could see from the observer through the binoculars and if i recall this is the same roof that's at the end of 6662 i believe i think it's the same i appreciate it's the same roof they it's not no no no, it's no i could i could tell you it's not because you could clearly see the downtown skyline um from that roof and i just know from the location of this that that's a little far for this this one it's it's a different roof I mean, okay. But it, but it, it's an, it's <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed that you that you're area. able to uh, figure out which roof I, is which. It's it's the landmarks. It's all based on landmarks. Sure. Um, uh, he hey, has this. I mean, thi- this is weird. Saying right, where he he's like he starts throwing this sort of musical fit. Oh. He starts dancing, and he feels like he's just going to start singing out his feelings, he, but then he it cuts. Looks like- he looks like he's about to do parkour and then like there's these little like music beats and he's like kind of kicking at the wall and he's just kind of hopping around and then yeah just fade to black and then next scene yeah so his friend uh she's part of the same part of the same choir her name is let me quick find here because i've completely forgotten anyone's name cannot remember her name (laughs) is it nicole no it's uh uh andrea 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 thank you andrea um, she's like, well, Andrea hey, is what's going on?" Pissed at him for 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 right. being forced out of his house. Yeah, it's another frustrating conversation. It's the second one in five minutes since the yeah. conversation with the mom was frustrating, and now I I was more pissed off by this one. This one was this, really annoying. Yes, this prompts like, a this yeah. prompts a music number of of basically <laughs> like if you were in my shoes, you'd understand. But basically, <laughs> she's pissed at him yeah. that he's has to. He's being moved. Not he's moving. He's being moved. Yeah. To a new, uh, uh, to like across town to like. Yeah, a new she's school. completely unreasonable. It's like, 
It's like like as if he has a choice in the matter. I thought she was going to suggest that he get a job and rent his own place or something. I mean, (laughs) in LA, yeah. I I thought maybe she was going to suggest like, hey, what if you moved in with me for a while? Oh yeah, yeah, something like choir members. Yeah, yeah. You can stay in the same school district. Now, but they never really explain why he can't keep doing choir of Hawthorne because it's a church, not a school. Yeah, well, apparently it's a school church. You know, it's a. Church I, I Sunday don't understand this. Yeah. Church if, if these school, are private maybe? Christians, I don't know. If these which are private remind, Christian schools... Which I, I like, might as well get into. Uh, they're out of money, but they're obviously paying tuition for a private freaking Christian high school for him to go it, to out there. But I mean, yeah. what, what is that? They, I guess is my only picture is like school? maybe his aunt is paying for it. I mean, but they. Do, I mean, that's what we we guess. They don't for them, stay, you know. It, but yeah. they are not going to say anything. They don't even bring it up. They never ex- established I, that it's a Christian school, but all the homework is freaking Christian. You know, it's like, they have a Bible <laughs> studies class in this school. So yeah. yeah, so I just assume like, oh, it's a public high school, and then he goes in there, and it's like, okay, welcome to Bible studies. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got it. Uh, what does this proverb mean? Oh, you're doing poorly. You know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we we understand perfectly well the 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 process by which we arrived here. This is a ripoff of High School Musical. It's right. set in a high school, but then also we throw in some Christian. Bullshit. But here's the problem, so, though, oh, John. Here's the problem, school, though. But <laughs> okay, let me explain the problem, though. This film is called yeah, no, Sunday. I the hold on, this, hold well. on. this film is called Sunday School Musical. They do not yeah, go to Sunday, Sunday School. school is. No, this is a Sunday high schools. school musical. It's still a high school musical, even though it's a choir. It's still High School Musical. These are There's not nothing Sunday to do schools. with a Sunday school yeah. in this movie. No Sunday schools were These are not in Sunday schools. Um, um, so yes. yeah, so so I'm so so I, I I'm of I'm of one of two minds on this. So one is these are private Christian schools, and um, and so and he's just being sent to a he got signed up for a different private Christian school, even though that shouldn't really matter. He should still be able to go to his to hawthorne which i guess yeah. is a school also i don't know it's they only call it a church away, but i i guess it's i don't a think sp- a school can be saved by ten thousand dollars though but... <laughs> so right, so right. he's yeah where's he going to school if uh, okay well forget it anyway yes. and then the other thought i had was you know how Starship Troopers is, um, it's sort of, uh, it's meant to be like, oh, this is the film that the society would, in the film, would create as propaganda. Sure. To, like, to, in the universe. Okay, my other theory was, maybe this film is set in a universe where there is no separation of church and state, <laughs> and uh. Christian schools are public schools, and so thus you would have to move. But also, because there's no separation of church and state churches do not have tax exempt status therefore the why the church would be run out have money problems because i could not understand why the church had money problems this is kind of a christian utopia because there's never any conflict between them and non-christians in the entire movie right because there are no non-christians do you understand this is the product of the christian parallel everybody everybody is christian in this there's there's, everybody doesn't even come up as a thing you know this is the starship troopers of christian america this is the film that yeah. a christian america would yeah. make yeah yeah and it's been broadcast to us is this the film that the old lady watches in the other faith films yes. thoughts 
Yes. (laughs) Faith films all take place in a parallel universe where America is solely a Christian nation. And also gets destroyed a lot. (laughs) You think Christians would... I mean, no, let's be honest. I take back my statement. I was going to say, you think Christians wouldn't want to see the world get destroyed all the time, but they just seem very into it. No, they're extremely into it. That's <laughs> they, they they love the fucking rapture. All right, so uh, yes, yeah, so Zachary gets Grice's new Christian school question mark, um, uh, and it's instantly paired up with the shitty ass shit choir from earlier. The one so that it turns so out that he, it turns out that this new school is where the shit choir is from. How about that? What are the odds? So what are the odds? Uh, he's, he's paired with this girl named Savannah, who was sort of giving him kind of flirty eyes at the choir competition. They they exchanged some significant looks at the beginning of the, in that in that first thing, which immediately set up like, oh, this is going to be the love interest. Okay. Right. Uh, they're tasked to start making fortune cookies, and they so they, they, <laughs> they have, have a baking of, class. It's, it's like home ec, I believe. Skill. It's home ed, but it's baking and home ed. <laughs> um, making fortune cookies that would crack me up. They get on a little like, bit. That's yeah, not a thing. <laughs> that, that was not weird. A thing you do. That was weird. In a cooking class or a home ec class. We're we're gonna teach you basic baking skills, so we're gonna make fortune cookies. <laughs> we're make and fortune I believe the teacher cookies. and the teacher at one point says, um, "Now fo- folding your fortune cookie is hard. Your first fortune cookies might look more like I don't know geodes." And then Zachary whispers to Z- uh, Savannah, "What's a geode? I don't Deeply know. embarrassing. You should probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. holy moly." What's yeah. a geo? What do they teach My you in God, Bible school, dude. But week, wait, 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 wait. To be f- although, to be fair, Christians don't believe in natural history, so there wouldn't be a natural history museum, so they wouldn't know what a geode is. <laughs> oh, this all adds so up. Tragic. This all makes sense. I'm telling you, this is from a Christian universe. <laughs> this week we're making after dinner mints. Ah. I might as well tell the story. I, this is actually this is a good time to tell this story. Uh, I, I, I had, we went to this sort of tour thing with a Christian group when I was a younger child down Chicago, went to the National History Museum there. And while when walking you were by, with a like, group, yeah. yes, we were part of a Christian homeschool group thing. Uh, we were, we walked by like how the earth was created, you know, like, like right. hallway or whatever. They show you like the history of the earth. The big and they said us, they said directly to that. me, well, let's go see what their religion is like. Hmm. <laughs> That's uh, that's not a religion. That's. But there's Christian science, so. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I don't know. Um. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> no, so, no. I, I. Now that I realize it, that line about the geode. I just thought that was a dumb line when, when I, especially the fact that they don't know what a geode is. I thought that was just a dumb line that they threw in. But now I realize the subtext here. Yeah. Now I get it. Yeah, this is actually, actually brilliant. You, actually, you extracted meaning from that. That's that's incredible. That's what we do just best now. In this podcast, it, yeah. Just now, by re, by revisiting no. it. By revisiting it and while while stammering about Christian universe bullshit, I'm like, oh shit, this actually has meaning now. It's it's the type of thing where it's like, you know how a total non sequitur is almost impossible to remember? So it's like if it just has no context, it it just goes it's totally forgettable, you know. Mm-hmm. And but in now this it case, has context. it's like now it has context and memorable. And all, every time I hear the word geode, I will think of this <laughs> conversation <laughs> and this movie. 
I will too. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he and Savannah fight a little bit. Um, they get they they get really but heated but about like very, cracking very, an very egg. Pl- very playful, whatever. Though. Very very. Savannah looks annoyed by the end of the conversation. Anyway, though, clearly she has a she she has a bossy attitude, but you know, but. Uh, so he goes to the next next class, and there's this fucking shitty ass nerd whose name is Miles per hour. I can only assume. Um, <laughs> he's he's also from the shitty choir. Uh, he was he sucks and is bad, and I he's, hate him. He's he's the nerd teacher's pet of the movie. He's got glasses. He wears flannel shirts. Um, he um um. He's a yeah. He's and he's a very has a very sort of like high pitched kind of whiny voice. He's the type it of almost... kid who asks you, "What's your major?" You know. <laughs> I'm that type of kid. So that's a more reasonable question in college. That's a more reasonable question in college, but yeah, in high school that would be pretty. Yeah, in high school it, it would be nerdy to go like, "What do you plan to major in?" Or right that's that's bullshit yeah yeah fuck yeah he's 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 that kind of kid he's the kind of kid who would like bring a briefcase to to class oh yeah uh he super thinks zach is spying for hawthorne which is completely insane like i look like i I don't understand his logic to what end how egotistical right it's it's a fucking choir it's like to what end they've got a new play that they're uh, yeah. gonna try oh they're out. gonna sing this song it's we'll a, beat a... them with this song <laughs> hey what do choirs do if they, everyone play, sings like the exact same song that must be pretty rough huh That's I bet that's happened before <laughs> I'm sure it's pretty embarrassing I'm sure I mean then you're just judging on the basis of like singing voice and harmonizing and you know the things that like, and not like a- stuff actual... like uh, how much they paid the, the judges or yeah, like sure. dance, or like dance moves, or you know, cho- choreography, or do you think like that. this is this is jumping a bit? But do you think Miles poisoned the egg salad? <laughs> Ooh, I like this theory. I had a different. Okay, I had a different thing about Miles that I was building, which then got dropped, and I was like, God damn it! This movie set up something that could have been potentially interesting and did nothing with it. Um, but we haven't actually set that up yet, so. Let's get to that first. Certainly. Uh, this class is weird and awkward. It, it's uh, a Bible study. It's class, Bible study. So yeah. Um. So afterwards, he those he talks to his aunt Janet. This is the only time we ever see her in the entire film, I think. Oh God, you're right. Yeah. About school, and she's very supportive. Um, yeah, but yeah. then Zach goes off to have a sad song about being sad on his old roof that he's on. Somehow. His old roof that he's like now like a, a, a across town from. I've never been so scared. I feel so. don't understand how he listen listen if he can go to his roof to like basically sing sad mopey songs about how sad he is he could also go to hawthorne too 
right? Yeah. I think those aren't like, you know, he's not trapped on the roof or whatever. <laughs> I do not get it. It's his secret spot. Mm, that's not secret at all. We, I, I was just confused by this. I was confused when he returned to the roof because the first time he was on the roof, I thought it was the roof of his, his apartment house, building, right. wherever they were. Yeah, his house, wherever they were living. And then he returned to it, and I was like, "Okay, whose roof is this?" It's just roof. Well, what's weird though is uh, Andrea also comes up to this roof often too, from somewhere, from somewhere. her house. Maybe does she? Does she like lives in an apartment complex nearby? Does she live in the same apartment complex? Is, is they just roof. sort of a, is this just an open roof that anybody can get on? Maybe it's an abandoned building and they could just climb onto it. I don't know. There's barbed wire on the sides of the building, so <laughs> I don't know if that's a great idea. Um, so he's very sad. And he sings a sad song. Afterwards, we cut to Andrea and the good choir. She's desperately trying to get everyone's acts together now that Zach's gone. And she's really, again, still really, really pissed about the fact that Zach is gone. Right. I think like well, like one of the other members of the choir says like, like, oh man, like we need Zachary here. Like he would like you know get us uh, like you know rhythm. And she's like, well, he's not here. <laughs> I actually started if again another thing this movie dropped. I started forming a theory that there was a there was an unrequited. A crush situation going on here where Andrea had a crush on Zach and Zach didn't know and that was why Andrea was so pissed at him. Sure. Like, it wasn't actually about the movie and the choir it was, I mean it was about the movie but it was more about the fact that he was gone. But but no. but no. The subtext like, still feels like it's there but like it doesn't exist in the movie. And that's the thing. It's sort of like I kept waiting for, especially because of now with the introduction of Savannah, I was expecting a love triangle situation to emerge. Like all of the elements seemed to be there. It would explain Andrea's behavior towards Zach and why she was so angry at him. Like all of these things would kind of piece together. But no. Um. After this, we cut to Savannah and her house and then her dad walks in and Mila gives one of the worst nicknames I've ever heard, which is, Hey there, Savannah Banana. <laughs> awful. God awful, fucking awful, damn it. Awful, I cringed awful. so hard when that happened. Oh, man. That's too many syllables for a yeah. nickname. I'm sorry. Just deeply, just, just worrying, I think. Hey, Savannah Ugh. Banana, still, still bothered that your mom's dead? <laughs> oh, right, yes, of course, the mom's dead. Which I don't, do they, I don't know if they immediately revealed no, that or no, took the second it, scene, it, but I, like, I, but you could tell from the subtext immediately, it's like, oh, her mom, the mom's dead, okay. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't think of it right then, but just the longer they talked, and, <laughs> and also just how unpleasant this guy is, too. But then it made sense that he was a pastor, and, and when you saw him up there talking to they, everybody, it's like, they oh, just God. drop that, like, he, like, they just yeah. mention, like, like, this does not come up in the conversations uh between savannah and her dad but later on zachary is uh, just mentions savannah like oh like you're the pastor's daughter it's just like oh he's a pa oh, okay okay yeah yeah sure why not thanks for establishing that movie <laughs> dropping things is going to be a theme in our conversation um as this the... continues yes yeah um, see yeah, is this, well... is this, 
Is this where we get the bubble gum line? Yeah, yeah. Her dad, oh. She's like, she's really anxious. Oh. <laughs> she's oh really anxious gosh. about. Is this in this or? Yeah, this is in the scene. So, so this in is... this one scene, they do Savannah Banana. Um, and Bubble Trouble. Mom's yes. dead. I miss her too. And uh, you know your mom blew bubbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but it meant something to set this up. It was meaningful <laughs> to set this up. And and and, and they, they, this this is okay. Set it up first. So. Yeah. <laughs> so she's really anxious about school, and also she's now the leader of the choir, apparently, which never really gets reflected on. But whatever. That kind of does. Yeah, I guess. Laying that one song we'll get to. Mainly in the power struggle between her and Miles, but... So, she's anxious. Her dad then's like, well, you know, your mom used to do this thing where she took bubble gum, and she <laughs> blew a big bubble, and to a little prayer about, like, what, fucking... Let it take away um, all of your trouble or something stupid imagine like all, that. Imagine all of your anxieties and worries and your troubles are in that bubble, and then when it pops, it will go away. Wow. I love that 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 is that is her father's advice to hey I might be taking on too much of a rook load like I'm the head of the choir and I'm on the yearbook committee and there was a third thing I forgot and of course there's like you know homework and everything and so his advice to her to 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 his daughter is you know just do a prayer and imagine that your troubles are going away. Not like time management or like maybe take on less rook. It's that, those, just do a prayer. Sweetie. Those are for Satanists, John. <laughs> it's the only Satanists time manage. That's that that okay. shit's whack, dude. Bubbles yeah, and right. prayers. Bubbles and prayers is what you really need, dude. Just pray yes. it away. Um so later on, uh back at school, Zach is doing like little presentations at Bible study, but I'm not sure what the premise is because Miles goes first and he starts talking about Leonardo da Vinci in The Last Supper. Okay, so uh. this is... I thought this was setting up something really great, but no. So Miles has this poster where it's about Leonardo da Vinci's Last Supper and he's explaining the themes of it and he goes over time and the whole class is bored, blah, blah, blah. But you see on the poster, he's got like, he's explaining the different elements of the painting. He's explaining the significance of it. On one side, he's got Jesus. On one side, he's got Judas. And he's got Judas. And so as the movie went on, because... What happens is um, Savannah brings Zachary into the bad choir so that he could teach him to be good, but Miles doesn't like this, and there's a power struggle between Miles and Savannah where Miles is basically trying to keep Zachary out. So I thought this whole bullshit about the presentation of Last Supper was establishing that Miles is the Judas of this story. <laughs> but no. Again, Zach. again, they're, they're just not gonna need but it. no, no, no the, everything's going to be fine uh, to, 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 to a painful degree. Everything's going to be just FDS. Oh no, to very, to a pain. But yeah. <laughs> again, it's like this movie keeps sitting, like keeps yeah. planting these little things yeah. where I'm like, we're like while watching it, I'm like, that's stupid. And then I start thinking about it. I'm going, Oh wait, maybe this is going to happen. And then all that thing, that thing that I thought was stupid, that would actually make sense. Like the thing with Andrea being like mad at him, like, Oh, maybe she has a crush and, and that it just hasn't been expressed, but no, but no, but no, but no. Well, what's really tragic is that Miles died for our sins. <laughs> um, 
So at some point, Miles inexplicably becomes nice, and he just he just does a one eighty. After that, and, you know. yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, but there's never a moment where where he changes. He just no. is different. All of a sudden, there's He's, there's nothing is yeah. done with it or anything. Yeah. So after this, uh, it's then Zach's turn to do speech, but then Zach's is like, I didn't do any work at all. I didn't do nothing. I didn't, I didn't do anything shit. to do about it. And then I moped, and on, then, I moped on a roof yeah. for a night. <laughs> the teacher's really angry. She's like, this is the, this is, this, we don't, you've done this, this all week, Zach. unacceptable. I was What's, like, that was now, I want to complain about something. I thought something that was first, like his though. second day at school. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like his second day because early, in the earlier scene before this, they're still working on the fortune cookies. Have they been working on the fortune cookies for an entire week? Yes. It's a unit. <laughs> it's a whole unit. Fortune cookie unit. This is the semester, kids. Fortune cookie making. Yeah, you know, ba- baking, you know, 302 fortune cookie. That's it's just in the, it's just in yeah. the you know, in, in the. This in class the actually takes place in a factory. It's a, it's an eight hour class each day, but you'll go there and you'll make fortune cookies for us. It'll be great. You'll learn faster, things. Faster, It'll be faster, faster. Awesome. They're Christian fortune cookies. Oh, yeah, they would have little Bible like, you know, phrases on yeah. them. Oh god, we should we should we should be saying this out loud because this will become an actual thing. <laughs> they oh, made boy. entirely by oh. volunteer students. That's right. Yep. It's, it's how they fund the school. <laughs> um so after this, uh Miles then brings up the suggestion that Zach should be forced to clean the choir room. Teacher's like, Yes, this is a very good idea. <laughs> yeah. That was that was great. Which backfires on Miles uh, uh, terribly, but yes. um, but nonetheless, yeah. kind of crazy that the teacher is so willing to go with Miles' uh, forced punishment here. Eh, not really. I mean, that is kind of the dynamic of a teacher teacher's pet. He should be allowed to accept detention, though. I don't know. I'm I'm saying they're very cruel to Zach. Yeah. So afterwards, uh, Zach goes down, is forced to listen to complete total trash, just like just the worst music, just awful. Yeah, listen, listen to rehearse and yeah, they're they're total awful. garbo. Uh, is he? But at least singing leave? a real Christian song. He leaves after how awful they've been, and he's like, "Later, losers. This place sucks <laughs> and is trash." Uh- I think I think Savannah uh, at like asks him like can you stay and like help but like maybe you can help us and he's like nah you're gonna need a miracle. Indeed they do because because they're they're bad and garbage. A miracle named Zach. <laughs> uh, later we watch Zach dance in the bathroom for some reason. That this is inexplicable. This is part, I I don't I do not understand what the point of this scene is. <laughs> it's it's just him dancing in the bathroom having fun. He's just practicing his moves. He's looking in the mirror, and then he like dances, and he like twirls and like dances in the bathroom a little bit. But I do not, I do not understand what purpose this is. Is this him like starting to come around to the idea of joining the the bad choir? Like, I I really do not understand what the story purpose of this scene is. Also, like I don't know, dancing in like a high school bathroom is kind of it's, it's certainly a mood. <laughs> He just he just needed to find someplace private to do his moves. He was just itching to do which his moves. is not maybe the, that's never it. maybe that's, that's never it. maybe being in, in the in the vicinity of of a bunch of people singing. He was like, God damn it, I gotta do a move, and he just like had to find somewhere <laughs> private to do a move. A men's high school bathroom is like the least private, least pleasant area to be in. Yeah, consistently. I've never been in a single good men's high school bathroom ever. 
<laughs> There's consistently exist. toilet paper shoved in like every spot possible. They don't, yeah, there's no such thing as a good uh, male high school bathroom. There might even be such a uh, might not even be such a thing as a good female high school bathroom because those female restrooms are actually far uh, uh, less clean than you would expect. I know this from having done janitorial work. Sure. I, I, I this made me. You guys talking about this made me makes me miss. Um, that whole fantasy where it was like the bathrooms were like offices for like the bad <laughs> kids or something and there'd be the one oh, yes. who's like operating a cigarette you know operation out of the uh out of one of the stalls and you know it's like uh you know the like come on in and we'll we need to talk you know i think fonzie <laughs> literally refers to it as his office in happy days you know um except he's not at high school i don't think uh, it's probably the bathroom at Arnold's, uh, the the restaurant, if I remember right. Anyway, good old memories of uh, you know the uh, the famous. Uh, what was your high school bathrooms like, anyway? Um, they were just places you want to get in and get out sure. of pretty quickly. You know, <laughs> I mean they they were when they you were, went impromptu they were dance in there. Deliberately uninviting because it was all marble and like also they never made the partitions high enough. So it was kind of creepy because it's like if you stood up, you could see right into everybody else's, you know, stall and stuff. So it was kind of like you really didn't want to be there. And you went to high school in like the late 70s, right? Yeah, early 80s and late 70s. Early 80s. Yeah. It was a California school. So it was one of those ones that has no second floor. It's just spread out over. Um, of course. Yeah. You know, over a, a giant. Of... Like, yeah, like, 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 like eight square blocks. Right. It's exactly. Like yeah. Campus. I yeah. was going to ask, were, were the bathroom like stalls and tile? Were they that like gross, like butter yellow color that everything in the 70s was? No, apparently? it was that gross. Uh, uh, avocado color. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, good green. That's exactly why so you I can really see, see those stains. <laughs> yeah. Um, something I noticed too about this dancing. This is a bit like if, say, in High School Musical, like the our main character. I can't remember his name. <laughs> like he's really gonna do a dance, like impromptu dance session, but then he's like so embarrassed, or he lives in a world where no one else is in a high, like a musical. So he just rushes in the bathroom to like get all his dancing routine. Yeah, instead Kinda reminds me. You come to think of it, of like something like a scene in like say Flashdance or something, sure. where like it shows kind of the main characters, you know, ready to burst out with creativity and stuff. You know, mm -hmm. so they do a dance by themselves. You know. Yeah. So after this, oh, um, John Travolta in, in Saturday Night Fever has a bunch of shit like this. Sure. Oh, there you go. Yeah. We cut back to Good Choir, and they're actually kind of shit too right now they're, oh, that's they're right, not because they've lost their way yes yeah now now they're singing's terrible total garbo um after this Zachton goes to loser church uh the loser choir and really tries to help them by doing this very exciting fun song about how music makes you feel that's right he encourages oh, the harmonica guy, and 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 because a person uh, who's good at singing starts singing in their midst, suddenly they all have like great uh, coordinated dance moves. Masterful. Yeah. They all can sing and do little drums. And... They don't sing much in this scene, so so there isn't no. <laughs> a, there isn't a, as much of a. They they skip that part later when they start singing in tune. You know how they did that. 
They they didn't yeah. have a good humiliation scene where one of them needs to be unceremoniously drummed out of the choir because they can't sing. You know, I'm sorry, but Jesus hates your singing. <laughs> <laughs> um. So after this, um, Andrea is trying to keep the choir together, but then Zach arrives and then talks about his traitorous acts of helping the team lose dun, their dun, pants. Dun, dun, dun. He's like very polite about it. He's just kind of like, yeah. "Hey, look, I've been, I've been like, like, because he gets there right after their recital, and like, they're like, he's like, oh, I, I just got back from recital too, and and they're like, what? what? And he's like, and, and he's like, well, like, I've been, you know, trying to help, like, you know, the the crossroads, like, choir, and and oh, yeah, how I mean, Christian like, of you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. oh! I guess Zach's a big and, Christian now, huh? At this point, I started I, at any time the the Hawthorne, the, the old, the, the good choir started showing up. I, I started screaming, "Fake friends!" <laughs> yeah, for right. real. They were getting awful. Yeah, yeah. And the no, Zach like, gets pretty like shit for this whole film yeah. too. Like, so, so base. Go they'll Sorry. get theirs. Well, see, both the good choir and the bad choir are just kind of trying to take advantage of Zach at the end of the day. That's right. They both need his talents, but none of them need him as a friend. That's right. You know? That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, Savannah's nice to him, at least. So, like, mm. that's that seems like a genuine friendship. But, uh, yeah, it, it's... It's all shit. It's like it, it's yeah. They're they're like they 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 turn on on the 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 old choir turns on Zach so immediately that was just kind of like Zach, take this as your lesson. Fake friends, dump <laughs> right. them, forget them, <laughs> fuck them. Uh, but anyway, so this leads to he he whips out his uh, his flip phone, which was very nostalgic to see from the late two thousands. Whips out his flip phone and texts Savannah, "I'm in." So he is now joining the Crossroads yes. Choir. It was very also very nostalgic. Speaking of which, to, and I think this is sort of a problem with me in general now. Is that anytime I saw two characters hugging each other, or just sort of holding hands, or doing any sort of like just close oh, physical co- contact? You, you, have COVID, you have COVID nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 real. Um. So after this, we then get a Miles and Savannah duet. About ah yes, Zach... this is the power struggle. Yes. This is the only uh, reflection of the power struggle. It's pretty much the anything you could do, I can do better song. That one, it's it's that song pretty much. It's the Savannah. same song. I'm perfect and wonderful and amazing. I'm Miles. I whine and complain all day long. I'm the preacher's little girl, and my choir's gonna sing. If I pound the piano louder, then they'll never hear it. Conservative styling graces every You might fool the others, but you can't fool me. You're not the boss. Who do you think you are? You're not the boss. A high school superstar. You're not the boss. Not in your wildest dreams. Oh, I'm no fool. You're not the boss. It's the but it's but the but instead of anything you could do, it's it's you're not the boss of me. Yeah, 
but conceptually it's the same thing um it's 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 uh it's so it's okay Uh, my favorite part of it actually has nothing to do with the song itself it's that they're doing this in kind of an outdoor like cafeteria seating area where like there's a bunch of picnic tables and like all these other students are like studying on the other tables and none of them even look up while they're like dancing around the tables and singing and shouting in each other's faces so that was my favorite aspect of it was that they're they're doing this uh, elaborate music number and everyone just is not paying attention whatsoever um after this zach is then told that if he does not improve in class he will not be able to go to choir I don't think she has that power at all. <laughs> I guess she, prob- she probably does. If she's a teacher. She probably does. Do maybe teachers have like that ability just to, like, uh, maybe. Just ban you from going to clubs? I don't know. It's a Christian school, so all the rules are different. I guess so. I, I, don't, I don't see it as an un, like, unreasonable plot device. Sure. Um, Savannah is, like, listening in on this whole conversation, too. Oh yeah, she she accidentally overhears uh, while she's walking by, so she's gonna help him. Yeah. Uh, what else is tricking this is Miles. Miles, the shit heel. He actually walks to the teacher and says, "Like, wow, Zach, I can't believe you're so busy with choir. You don't have anything else to do. Clearly, you're just too busy with choir. I guess you can't do any other normal work because you're just so busy with choir." Yeah, exactly. And it's completely convinced the teacher that choirs. No, of course. No, no, of course. Yeah, no. She's she's immediately like, like yeah, convinced by this. Um, up next is near top notch scene between Savannah and her dad. Oh God! Oh, maybe maybe this is the bubblegum scene. (laughs) No, no, no. The bubblegum scene was earlier. This is the the, this is the scene where Savannah's really angry that her dad trunk her favorite shirt. Right, her wool sweater, and she shrunk it. In, he shrunk it in a dryer, and he's very defensive about this. Well, she's incredibly angry too. But it's like she she gets all really heads like, "Well, if mom was here, she wouldn't shrink my shirt." Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, well, mom's dead, so honey. Mom's dead, Savannah Banana. <laughs> um. You, but anyway, so uh, <laughs> she's, she's pissed about mom being dead, and he's like, like super, like she's actually taking out on her dad. Oh which no, no, this, this is actually this is the, the 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 line in particular that she says that so pissed me off was where she goes like, "You don't know what it's like, dad." It's like, "Yes, I do." Yeah, my wife. <laughs> she dead. was my wife. <laughs> it's like, but like she was my mom. It was just like, well, she was my wife. Like, like, yeah, actually, like, yeah, actually. literally, though, just the worst argument you could have made there. <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally, he should have come back at her with, I knew her longer than you, Savannah Banana. <laughs> um, so after this, uh, Zach and Savannah talk about life and stuff. Uh, but then Zach totally fucks up and starts saying, like, boy, Savannah, you have it really easy. I bet nothing ever goes wrong with you ever once. I bet you have a perfect life and no parents are dead. <laughs> and this causes Savannah to be like, fuck off, my mom's dead. And he's like, oh, no. I'm no, sorry, actually, I, I guess. Lo- I, 
I love that because he's like, what could what could possibly be wrong in Savannah Lands? That's that's how what that's what he oh, says. Oh God! Which it's actually I, I like that nickname more than that's than, than Savannah Banana. Um, and then she just it, like no hesitation just blurts out, "My mom died a few years ago." Uh, yeah, well, a few months ago, actually. That, actually. No, that's, I think it was, yeah. wait, was it a few months? It was yeah. A few yeah. months a few ago, years. yeah. Oh, wow. Very recent. But I love that, like, she, there's no hesitation. There's no, like, in, normally in, in, in a real movie, there would be sort of a thing of, like, she, like, bites her lip or, like, looks down or just, like, cries or something. There would be yeah. something before that confession. But no, just, like, my mom died. This hasn't been the first time, clearly. <laughs> they just they oh. just like to uh, get stuff out of the way really Just get, go, movie. go, 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 go. Yeah. Uh, back to good choir. Andrea is doing an okay job and is improving, but Hawthorne Church has completely run out of money by this point. Guess what, everybody? Yes, Guess we have some very exciting news. You're the, all getting worst, quit. Worst uh, bearer of news I've ever seen. It's Seriously, just, that was so bad. It was. Like, We're gonna close in like a month, basically. Yeah. We don't have we don't have the money to send you to the state competition. Uh, I thought it was very shady. It was sort of like very suspicious, extremely shady. Everything about <laughs> everything about this is really well. Okay, firstly, why would a church be out of money? What does the church need <laughs> the money yeah. for? Churches are tax exempt, so they don't pay property taxes. Yeah. A lot of churches, especially inner city churches, which this is kind of coded as, yeah. like get like utilities and maintenance for free yeah like well, it's like what is the expense that the church well i can tell what, you what, it's what? probably because they spend it all on angel dust <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ so so that explains a lot of i think i think that's all you really need to know about why they need the money they need that Did ten thousand dollars there's people coming at the door they're knocking they need that money. I, I, they need it. Did they did, now? Did they try to? Did they try to like build an expansion? And then they were like, <laughs> "Oh, the money for the, like they built it." But then they were like, "Oh no, we're out of money." <laughs> this huge gaping hole in the church. No, I was like, like they finished it, and it's just kind of like, "Oops, we're out of money now." Or to go back to my this is a Christian universe thing, if there is no separation between church and state in this society, maybe churches are expected to pay taxes. Maybe they don't enjoy tax exempt <laughs> status, sure. which would, which would be strange. But um, that's like I can't really come up with a reason why the church would owe money. Who do they owe money to? <laughs> you know, very very not fun men to owe money to. Don't worry about I, I, it. Don't actually, worry about I actually it. did hey, love. I John, actually did love the scene. It. The scene in her office where she's on the phone getting this bad news, and she's like, "But like we don't, we don't have it." Like, like she seems kind of desperate. It almost sounds like she's talking to like mafioso. I don't know what you're talking about, John. <laughs> totally. They don't. There's nothing wrong with the money or or where they got it or how they got it or why they're using it for. It's fine. Don't ask any. Yeah, don't ask questions. No, yeah, no, no, kids. If anyone asks, like, don't ask any questions, and no one's legs will get broken. Okay. <laughs> so after this, um, I owe ten G's yeah. to, to, to <laughs> some gamblers. It's not important who I owe it to. Okay. 
We the, just, the, we're gonna oh, close wait, our doors wait, down. It was no, no. I got it. I got it. I just figured it out. You remember in the first scene when uh, in the in the the, the regional qu- uh, choir competition where it's it's Crossroads versus Hawthorne, mm-hmm. and they're kind of waiting for the the boys' choir to show up, and and the old lady in the audience taps her watch and goes like mouths that was very suspicious it's like it's like it's like it's like (laughs) hey actually we need to speed this up we need to finish this this competition so that we can do bingo that's what they lost the money on the bingo competition it was the that it was the bingo (laughs) high stakes bingo (laughs) exactly they got a little too generous with the prizes also also a certain very uh shady deal with a uh, record company um (laughs) that produces gospel uh rap records um with uh that some have suggested has ties to organized crime in in the area well i'd assume they got a very good license with this really well-known company called faith films who promised they'd make a whole movie all about their church and of course they funded their production thinking well of course we'll make this money back (laughs) no but like who does she owe who do they owe money to who would a church owe money to right like like I, I, like maybe some churches like you know they like you know they do pay utilities or for upkeep but a lot of churches don't have to do that like mm. a lot of churches get those services for free so who the hell do they owe money to <laughs> it's miles well we we paid it's... we paid my, they owe my... salary, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> they owe my <laughs> He poisoned the boys' choir with the egg salad, and then he engineered a financial scheme. Maybe, like, maybe he convinced the Hawthorne church leaders to invest in a reverse mortgage oh, or something. Oh, it's, oh, it's 2008! Idea. It's 2008! This movie yeah. came out in 2008. There they were is. the victims of a reverse mortgage scam. There it is. By Miles, mastermind. There it is. There it is. Destroyer of Worlds, Miles. He Miles convinced the church leaders to invest in a reverse mortgage, and they lost all their money on the stock market that go. year. Uh, <laughs> it's all orchestrated. Brilliant. In fact, I can only imagine Miles' real plan was probably have that set earlier, so like Hawthorne wouldn't be able to compete in the first place. You know, exactly. It took a little bit too long, but Miles had this all set up, and Hawthorne completely fucked up in like the operation here <laughs> causing them to win yes all right so back to <laughs> where were we yes um. uh zach then shows savannah his magical sad roof <laughs> i yes. i don't understand how it, where it is and how he brings savannah up here but she's up here as well um but then andre appears and starts harassing him and savannah and, and starts like aggressively that... guilting him for you she, know, betraying and... her and she tells him it's like, well, the uh, our church is shutting down, so guess you got out just in time, huh? She's such an asshole, though. Like, She's for real. F- really? Just unbelievable. And again, this would make more sense to me if there was some kind of unrequited crush love triangle sure. situation going on. You know, it's funny, I can't think of Andrea having a backstory the way Zach and... Uh... Uh, oh, Savannah that's a good point. Uh, oh, that, shit, like, you're right. That, like, gives reason for resentment and stuff. Again, um, this is she needed a backstory. She needed yeah. something. But you're right. She's given no backstory. I don't know anything about her. 
Uh, who can say? Andre is just sure comes up <laughs> with the amazing raps, though. Right. Uh, at at improvisational, yes. Such uh, disses, man. Wow. So later, Zach and the trash choir um, do like fine or whatever. They're okay. They're getting better. They're getting better. Um, Zach then tries to convince Andrea and then the rest of her choir, the Hawthorne choir, to then join Crossroads. So yeah, this is this is a plan. This is an idea that Zach comes up with, and they they he 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 passes this to the rest of the the Crossroads when they're at the beautiful suburban Crossroads church, listening to Savannah's dad give a give a sermon. Um, he passes this note around that says like uh, Hawthorne plus Crossroads question mark. So the idea is they will join forces and go to state together, which is a great idea. So we find this scene. I actually thought they were just passing notes randomly to uh, strangers. Uh, <laughs> I love the, the way they do because because they keep passing it around their parents, and their parents are somehow completely oblivious to it, even though they're super obvious about it. Uh, after this, um, they go and find actually talk to Andrea, and she's like pretty pissed, but she's. She's very reluctant at first, and then, like, when the rest of the choir is like, hey, this might be our shot, she's like, I guess I have Fine, no choice. whatever, yeah. <laughs> Which, like, again, she needs a backstory. Yeah, it's just kind of like, you need a reason for this resentment. Other than, like, I'm just mad at Zach. Even a love triangle thing would be good enough, I guess, though a bit cliche. And kind of a cliche, but at least be something. Right, other than nothing, which is nothing. It's nothing. Um. So <laughs> we they we they they all then get together to do a sort of like let's let's do some practice all together. Yes. And in about ten to about two minutes, they completely fuck up the, the relationship entirely. Oh, this is where the uh, this is where the 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 callback the the one. Uh, reoccurring motif of of uh, Zach being late, which is where basically Savannah's like, 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 where's Zach? And um, and Andrea goes, oh, he's always a little late. And Savannah goes, yeah. And they exchange a knowing look, which again suggested love triangle, but nope, nothing comes of that. Mm-hmm. Um, they all start singing. But then Andrea's like apparently way too loud, and well, they're just getting into Miles to get pissy, which then causes Savannah to get pissy, and then everyone gets angry and starts screaming at each other until Zach arrives. They're just getting like in tune, where they're just like my 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 me 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 me, like they're just trying to get in tune and it's just trying to harmonize. And I guess Andrea is too loud. Here's the thing, though. It would not be clear to me that Andrea was too loud if not for the subtitles explaining <laughs> that she's be because it does not that does not come across not really, in the no. audio whatsoever. Like maybe once or twice, but for mo- the most part, everyone seems pretty on tune in this scene. It seems fine. Again, like there are so many bits of dialogue or like audio cues that are not actually in the movie, but that are recorded in the subtitles. So it's very strange watching this movie with the subtitles because it's p- give delivering you pieces of information that the movie itself is not providing to you. This is the one place in the whole movie where they do something. 
that you would see in a technical choir practice and um and they're so unused to it that it like it breaks them down into <laughs> immediately quarreling in like 20 seconds like they've never done this before or something you know it's like or... what do you mean we're not doing synchronized dancing <laughs> i thought this was a choir god damn it um yeah, so then Zach finally arrives and then sings a song about helping each other or whatever. And this causes everyone <laughs> some, to be happy. Some, some bullshit, yeah. I've got a mission that I can't complete without you. I've got a dream that I'll never reach without your help. I want this thing to work, but I can't do it by myself. Let's get focused and at the bigger picture let's be open to the differences and we may have it's difficult at first but i promise it won't be that bad and then so finally the time has come for state um they kind of just skip here you'd think they'd be some build-up but there isn't really at all other than I think Zach does some little dances with his little brother. I That's kind of that. it. <laughs> um, they arrive and then they they immediately come across uh, the previous three time winner of all the oh. last church big church choir state finals some, like, things. Who had some them. kind of crazy long acronym that I don't remember? They were the something something of the. It's like God's gospel choir of something or whatever i remember of the youth is somewhere in there but um but yeah it's a giant choir they're all in uniforms they're wearing these like red uh private school outfits um and they're all black but they still have the widest dancing imaginable oh. <laughs> um that was the that 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 cracked me up was like when they went up they were like their their dance their dancing is consists entirely of sway from side to side and snap your fingers or no clap clap just like clap just like sway to the right clap sway to the left clap sway to the right clap sway to the left clap that's it for the entire song i was like when they went up and they was gonna and they were introduced as like oh no it's it's those guys they've won three years in a row I was expecting a little bit more. I was expecting kind of a sister uh, act. At the kind same of thing. time, I thought they were relatively impressive. Uh, they felt no, like a I... we- a real choir, not like a fake weird choir that exists only in faith films. They did feel like a real choir, but um, so yes, but um, they they probably were the best choir in the in the film. But um, the crowd also, goes no, wild. wild al- almost wild. none. Almost none of them seemed happy to be there. There were maybe like three or four of them were actually smiling. And then you could see, like, if you look at the sides of the background, they're just doing the most like half-hearted, just like, uh, 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 <laughs> and they're just like not smiling. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, after this, everyone's really excited. Um, like, the whole crowd's crazy. This causes, like, the whole choir to pretty much panic really bad. 
um there's this weird scene where like one of th- one of the uh the good like the, you know the winner choir winner people whatever they're called he goes over good to the good choir he starts whispering at him and pointing at you know savannah yeah, he, he goes to the judges and they point at yeah the the combined hawthorne crossroads quiet. this causes savannah to basically have a panic attack and she runs in the bathroom and starts eating some bubble and blowing away her trouble yeah, bubble gum and just there, there it is. And that is the that is the extent of the story arc concluded. <laughs> done and done. I was just like, wow, you set it up just for that. Wow. Um, Zach then gives her his fortune cookie that he made. Remember that arc too? It's also been oh, resolved. Done and done, man. We're just knocking <laughs> them out, man. Um, but suddenly the judge kicks out. Like the choir, when he finds out that they're both from two separate choirs and they've, they've been joined together. Which is not against the rules, to be clear. It has been established because the, the shy girl in, in the, the bad choir who, who is reluctant to sing, she it like mentions, like, yep, I went through the whole rule book. There's nowhere in there that says you can't combine choirs. You know, they missed a huge opportunity for dramatic dialogue afterwards because somebody could have said, What God has joined together, man shall not rip asunder. Oh, that, oh, that'd been great. No, and say so they, they, they quote some lame Bible verse to, um, to convince the judge to not let them compete, but at least let them sing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, that, I, that's the weirdest compromise. It's like, all right. Well, it'd be a shame if you couldn't hear them sing, so... <laughs> and they were so happy about that. Yeah. That was the other thing that... That, that, <sighs> that was the real moment that drove me wild, was sort of like, they're just kind of like, all right, we get to sing. Well, they're, just they're kind just, of like... I mean, this at this point, the movie is like, is, is like a balloon that, you know, is trying to, you know, lose weight, and it's just tossing things out of the basket... <laughs> as quickly as possible you know miles is suddenly nice you know i mean just every possible you know plot every every element that we set up it's just like jettison it jettison it get it i love that analogy that's perfect just get rid of it we're we're nearing the end (laughs) oh also i think her name was margaret the shy girl um she's not wearing her glasses in this scene all of a sudden (laughs) and suddenly she's she's singing she's confident let that be a lesson to you, ladies with glasses. Oh, well, that's my it's it my all. least favorite trope in Hollywood. I hate this trope. It's garbage. Don't get me started because I hate, I hate so the trope. Was like, well, look, the girl. She's so shy, and her hair's up in a bun, and she has glasses, but she takes them off, and suddenly she's super hot, and all the boys love her. And she's it's the worst. Now. I hate wow. that trope so much. It sucks. Oh, and oh, like God. every other high school movie has that scene. Oh yes. Anyway, um, uh, um, but yeah, so the judges are like, okay, well, you're not gonna be eligible for the prize and or no or the title, but we'll let you go up and sing. And but they're so happy about that. It's like, hey, we still get to sing. It's like, but there's no point to it now because you're not gonna win the prize money for the church. But I knew I knew what was actually going to happen, and I'm sure you do too. Like the audience does too. You listening at home, um, but so right. Let's get into it. <laughs> Yes, so they open up, 
a heart-wrenching, heart-moving song about Jesus and singing, I guess, maybe. Which I do not remember any of the lyrics it's of about, This it's, is I the love big climactic and Jesus final song and of the film. Jesus is I, great because singing, you know. <laughs> pretty, it's about that. Like that. We appraise on to him. Um, this opening is rough, though, because it's Andrea and Zach singing like a solo together. They're doing a duo. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's really not good. I don't remember any of the lines yeah, whatsoever. That, it's completely yeah, it's forgettable. Really, it's really hard to believe that was the act they would come up with for, you know. When Jesus is my portion, a constant friend is he. His And I know, and I know, yes, I know, I know, you are just, yeah, no, literally, like, this is, I, I, I think this was the worst song. That the, that the choir did throughout the whole movie. Like, I at least remember that, like, Let It Shine song. I at least remember that. I remember, like, you know, like, like but then they did this, and I'm like, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> but it starts with a duo, and then the rest of them come out and, and do a little choreographed dance routine, and they're, they're flipping around. They're, like, doing, like, you know, handstands, and they're, like, doing somersaults. And, and would traditionally be disqualified, I assume, if they did that during the actual... <laughs> Uh, no, I mean you have to be you have to be very in very good physical shape in order to do choir. Mm. Don't you know this? They make you do like yeah, like. In uh, fact, this choir is so amazing it makes Zach's father teleport from whatever military. Uh, he just shows up in crowd. uniform with a cane, and it's just he's just there. He teleports just like he shows he's up just in, by time, God. just in time to see their number. It would have been better if he'd suddenly disappeared after saying hi to Zach. <laughs> And, like, just a, and then it turns out, no, he just turns fades out that away. he's dead, but he was visiting get, from Zach, the afterlife. You need it, Zach, you need to, to get see, over it. He's been dead for 20 see. years. <laughs> that would be beautiful. Well, okay, so the my theory was that just just in the same way that Margaret quoted some some Bible verse in order to to for, to get them up on the stage to the judge, that uh, Zach's dad quoted some Bible first to his commanding officer to let him off the, the, his tour of duty early. That's a whole other movie, right? <laughs> um, so this is so amazing. They're, they're, the choir, they're so good. They sing about Jesus so hard and so wow. good that the, oh, they're, they're... that the youth group winners uh, are like so impressed that they give them the award. give up all the money. Yes, the money hey, and the... The, the shitty trophy. I was jo- I was I was I was joking because like they're like because they say like we think the 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 the, the title should should truly go to the Hawthorne Crossroads Choir and I was joking it's just like they should be like but we're still keeping the prize money <laughs> well yeah you can have the you can have the title but we're keeping the money <laughs> right right so everyone celebrates Zach and Savannah then kiss and this is whoa hey now this oh. is a Christian family film wait actually that's there fucking was a whack. moment. 
Uh, actually, sorry, you mentioned this because obviously they've been kind of like hinting that like this is gonna be a love interest thing. But in the moment when the whatever of the youth, the 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 really really good choir that's run three that's won three years in a row, um, when they're up on the stage and they're uh, watching them, uh, Samantha has her head on Zach's shoulder. She's like resting her head on his shoulder while they're watching him, and it was just like. It really was out of nowhere. It was like, okay, I get that you've been establishing that this is going to be the love interest, but there was nothing. There was absolutely zero physical contact between them before. And then suddenly just cut to them in the audience and she has her head on his shoulder. And it was like, wow, okay. Just <laughs> there, just sure. again, just like done and done. There it is. And then they kiss when they, after they win. And I think that's the movie, right? That's the film. And I can only assume that the $10,000 immediately goes back to Miles. <laughs> uh, Who is the true the true uh, engineer of this whole scheme. Yes. Whoever the mafiosos that, that the Hawthorne church leader was speaking to about the money. It's just Miles, yeah. It's just Fucking, Miles. you know, 20D chess here is Miles, mastermind. Yeah. God among yes. men, died for our sins, miles per hour. Again, it's That's like Miles should have been like, Miles should have been the Judas of this movie. It was even set up in that in that stupid school assignment he did. Like he was like fascinated by that painting which and he even brings up Judas yeah. like it was all there. It was all set up. It was just like you're sitting on a gold mine, and all you have to do is pick up a shovel and start digging. Well, see, the thing is, Miles is better than Judas because he doesn't get caught. He That's never gets true. found out. No one knows we did it, but he won. Miles wins at the end of this movie. Miles wins. Miles is the the Walter White of this movie. <laughs> I won. He's just he's just he's just there. That's it. That's it. It's like it's like the 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 church the Hawthorne church so he gets a ten thousand dollars. Like calls up the people and stuff. It, like calls up the mafiosos and it's like I got the money. And then they call up like you know Miles and then like Miles gets off the phone. And it's like I won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The winner is I. And the winner is I. In that nasally voice he does. He takes off his glasses like A1. And just starts snorting loads of cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Hawthorne Hawthorne has learned that the $10,000 debt is now a $15,000 debt. (laughs) (laughs) So... So nothing good. No, the came the interest capitalizes very quickly on that debt. You understand, right? Uh, <laughs> Miles strikes again. <laughs> that's the movie. That is that's that Sunday we School. We came musical. up with a much better movie than what the actual movie is, though. Uh, do you recommend this movie? No, no, but, uh, but, but it was watchable. Wa- I enjoyed watching it for the purposes of this podcast. And it's Frank, like, yeah, uh, same here. And uh, also, as, like, as as Asylum Fair goes, this is pretty bearable. Yeah, it went it uh, went down easy. And honestly, yeah, exactly. after the past four films, this is a breath of fresh air. It is. It is. No, this was um, this was nice. This was a nice change of pace. And it's a shame this is the only musical that the Asylum ever attempted that we know of. Who knows? Maybe that we we'll know stumble of. across some Asylum film that we have no knowledge of is secretly a musical. Sunday School Musical 2. Oh. Miles 
Strikes Back. Yes. Attack of the Miles. Attack Revenge of the Miles. Of the Miles. Re- yes. The Last Miles. <laughs> anyway. The f- the Phantom Miles. The Phantom Miles. <laughs> Rise of Miles. Yeah. That's that's the actual name though. It's Rise of Miles. It's Rise Sunday School Miles. Musical Two. Rise of Miles. I Rise can see miles. more miles. The Miles Awakens. Um. Yes. Do we do them all? Do we do we hit all the Star Wars titles? I think so. A new Miles. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so much. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Any last words about Sunday School Musical? Oh, um, no, I feel like we, we covered everything. This is the only, the actor who played Zach, this is the only film he's ever in, by the way. Shocker. Yeah, well, I thought he was quite good, actually. Well, well, okay, he was okay, but um, clearly he's not the singing voice. Sure. Like, he's he's clearly not, I mean, granted, I have to go back to the credits and, and double check that, but I mean, I'm like, there's no way that guy is also the singing voice. And that probably goes for everyone in this movie, but like him particularly, I'm like, no. Miles' singing voice is incredibly strange. His, because it would his, in his little You're Not the Boss of Me song, his singing voice sounds like a black woman. And so when they got to the credits, I was expecting like, oh, like both, like the, the, the lyrics are going to be credited to two women, but no, it's it's like it's credited to like a woman and then the man named Robert and I'm just like, really? Okay, it because it it's it's a very strange choice of singing voice for him. It's really weird. Sure. Well, Miles just a man of many talents, John. He's just he just can hit that those really mm-hmm. high notes. It's weird that like it, it, it's very strange that like in, in normally he has a very nasally voice, but then when he's singing, he suddenly has a like much more robust <laughs> voice. Um. Yeah. And this, there's not much to say about this film. Admittedly, <laughs> it was a nice we, romp. I, I feel like half of our discussion was imagining things that could have happened mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. this movie. Are you looking forward to it next time? Do you want to know? Go for it. Tell me. Merlin and the War of the Dragons. What even is that a ripoff of? Uh, I don't uh, uh, I don't know. But it is a Mark Atkins film. Oh, no. <laughs> a real fucking leg Scott move right there, shoving your fucking name like it means anything. Yeah. Of course, Mark Atkins uh, has done Alan Corman, Temple of Skulls, of course, Halloween Night, Evil Eyes. So there you go. Just absolute classics, all, all of them. <laughs> Evil Eyes is pretty good, though. Actually, Evil, Evil Eyes was... fucking slaps, I think. Actually, Evil Eyes, you're right. I forgot which one Evil Eyes was. Evil Eyes was, was pretty fun. But Alan Quartermate, goddamn, that was a snooze fest. Yes. Halloween Night had some funny moments, but that was pretty boring, And you know too. what's really funny here is I'm pretty sure this, okay, no one's going to remember this, but I, I sent Lace got a tweet asking, are they, are you ever going to make Dragon 2? And he confused by saying, yes, there are many asylum film drag, uh, asylum films about dragons. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't mean that, Lace Scott. I asked about you just, and your film. Yeah, is there a sequel to your film? <laughs> dragons Do you are think among this... the more interesting <laughs> imaginary animals. <laughs> so I can only assume this is the film Lake Scott was uh, mentioning. Dragons, dragons appear in the folklore of many diverse cultures. 
It's like uh, Alexa. Uh, is there really a dragons too? <laughs> I texted him like. Did you or say how to drag your dragon too? I tweeted him like three times asking about it, and he stopped replying to me. Yeah. <laughs> it gave him bad memories. Oh, it's a real Sad shame. Thoughts. Sad thoughts. Sad thoughts. We can like, only hope. I I do hope. I do hope. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck him. So, do you think this is the sequel to to Dragon? We we Drag? okay, yeah. Let's we'll say that Merlin and the War of the Dragons. Fuck, hate that name saying it. Uh, is it's the sequel? Clunky. It's Dragon Two. It's the sequel. That's that awful shitty title. movie. Merlin and the War of the Dragons. You can't like Merlin and the War of the Dragons. You know, it's like so up down, up down, up down. The War of the Dragons makes it sound like the dragons are warring with each other, which I'm sure is not the case, but that's what it makes it sound it's like. It's uh, real Clone Wars, huh? Yeah, exactly. That never <laughs> makes sense to me. Why would you name the the the, the war? Why would the, why would the Empire name the war after their own soldiers? That's not how war naming conventions go. You name the war after your enemy, right. not your own force. Oh, that's that's why it's called the French Indian War. Yeah, I just found that a weird name. Well, that's why they call it like or or the Vietnam War. Oh, they sure, don't call it the Vietnam War in Vietnam. <laughs> they call it the the American the War Korean in War, Vietnam. Exactly, mind, yeah. mind blown! In Vietnam, they call it the American War. Yeah, blows my mind. It's so crazy, dude. It's like people <laughs> yeah. are in other places. So so Merlin <laughs> and the French Indian Dragon War. Yes. yes. It's, it's set in colonial, <laughs> pre-colonial times. Oh, that'd be rad, actually. Though. I want to see that movie. Oh, he meets George Washington. Fuck, that'd be awesome. George Washington. It's like a, it's like an Abraham Lincoln He's the guy vampire who slayer. Saved George Washington in the French and Indian War, so he can grow up to be the it's president. An Abraham Lincoln vampire slayer, it's but it's George better. Washington. He fights dragons. And there's dragons. And fuck yeah! And fuck also, yeah! This film sounds awesome. There's, there's, also there's like, like there's the, it's the last remaining dragons on the American continent that George Washington and they're has fucking to slay yeah. so that America can be born. And like the people, like who a did, phoenix. The people who did wow. the, whisk, the whiskey rebellion, they're all like sort of hobbits. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh my god, they want to bring back the dragons. Yeah, they want to resurrect them. Very oh, good. Oh, this is good. Yes, this is, this good. is not the and movie the whis- we're watch. <laughs> And the whiskey, it wasn't actually whiskey, it was magic potions. Mm. Um, yes, if you have any theories about what Merlin and the War of the Dragons is going to be about, <laughs> email us at the asylum podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you have um, uh, uh, ideas for a better film than what Merlin and the War of Dragons will inevitably be. Or Sunday School them. Musical. <laughs> or yeah, yeah. No, actually, uh, send us your your theories about Sunday School Musical. It's on Tubi, uh, so it's free. You just have to watch it with ads. As with all uh, the Asylum films, but we're not sponsored what? by Tubi. Right, right. We just watch them all on Tubi because all Asylum films are on Tubi. It's just a convenient place to watch them. But watch them on Tubi um, or wherever you find your Asylum films, and then uh, join our speculation about the uh, you know your theories about. Sunday School Musical about Miles and all of the other various plot points that should have been used, <laughs> utilized, there and were, maybe secretly were. There were a lot of Febreze ads in last night's movie. Yes. Oh God, we had uh, so Mines has it was a, it was a bunch of Geico ads. Uh, there was um, 
There was this one for a migraine medicine that one of the side effects was suicidal thoughts. That's not I great. That. Whoa, pharmaceutical that was, that, ad. Wow. That, that, that one showed up a few times. And then being in California, there were a few ads for various uh, propositions oh, on yeah. the ballot this year. One being the one that Uber and Lyft are backing so that they can um, make their um, their drivers into independent contractors again instead oh, of employees. Yeah. I just well, found out the that... San Francisco Chronicle uh, endorsed that one. Fuck the yeah. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. Fuck the Well, I mean it's San Francisco, of course, to be bought out oh, of the tech. Oh god. Industry, San Francisco so, Chronicles I mean, always been a, a total establishment rag anyway, but fuck the I mean, they've had that, some good writers over the years. That's but, you know. sad when the L.A. Times has better, like, you know, populist cred than, than your shitty page. Like, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. That's bad. That's really bad. Last night I noticed, uh, I'll say one thing about Miles. Uh, it, it's it, This was just a personal thing, but um, the actor and the sort of the way he's dressed up, he looks like he could have grown up if he were much nicer he could have grown up and been the guy on new zoo review who like has glasses and sings the songs and and, and alternative universe miles one of the two humans we'll see in the in the in the in the uh you know the normal our earth timeline he becomes the guy of new zoo but in the christian universe timeline he becomes miles destroyer of worlds (laughs) i have a a different one so i mean obviously like the stereotype is like he's a teacher's pet he's a nerd and all that but they leaned so hard into that with like the nasally voice you see though john actually the teacher is he came across as like gay almost I guess. like as like like sure. a coded gay person like like they they went so hard with the nerds they 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 fail they would they went they like but of course this being a christian film there can't be a gay person we don't realize though john is the teacher's actually his pet whoa uh, this is wow true. This is all true. right <laughs> we'll leave we'll leave the podcast of that horrific note miles but and and the 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 Miles arc ending with the the famous line, "I did it for me." <laughs> <laughs> All right, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Farewell. Dry bones of them.